rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, what is going on, everybody? Let me check the mic. Okay, that's looking good. You guys can tell me if it's okay when you get a chance. Thanks for hanging out. All right, we see the chat room is filling up already at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. Thank you so much for everything and for your patience. And ugh, I'm looking at myself. Yikes. Um, yeah, we meet here every Friday evening from 6... Well, well, it used to be 6.30. Now it's 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the Tarabuster YouTube channel. And the show is also on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Please give the show a good review on iTunes. That helps. And on, we're on rockfin.com. That's very nice. And what else? Also, APS Radio News. We're back on APSRadioNews.com. We were off for a little bit for technical difficulties, but now we're back. So the more the merrier. The more places that we can get the word out, the better. So check out APS Radio News. And say so say hello to Charlie. Tell Charlie that Tara sent you. All right, guys, guys, guys. Where do we begin? Um, I don't know. I'm glad we're getting together because this is this. I always say it's therapy for the resistance. It really is. Next week, by the just think about this. By the time we get together next week, we will know whether or not uh you know this country has a shot oh shit oh i thought it said something i just got a, a uh, notification on my phone nothing you know it never stops yeah back to only three cats no no we have tomorrow salty is going to her forever home and sunday Spicy is going to his forever home. I, I had to push it back a week because I didn't realize I had to take so I had to take Salty and Spicy back to the vet tomorrow because Salty has to have her stitches out tomorrow. So, yeah. So, yeah. And then we'll have three cats, which I'll miss Salty. I will. I mean, I'll miss Spicy too, but not as much because <laughs> he sucks no he's good cat he's very he's uh he's very he's a beautiful cat but he's he's just not as friendly as his sister so he's going to somebody that really wants him and loves him already so he'll get the attention he needs and hopefully you know one day at a time he'll warm up i don't know why he, he's still very shy so but at least he doesn't bite or scratch or anything like that he's just i feel bad for him really i kind of do he's got this i don't know what happened to him in a past life but it's affected him in this life but all right all right that's the cat report and uh salty is good she's a different story oh wait i'm trying to shut this goddamn thing over she is very cute and very friendly so it's funny they're from the same litter, same mom, I don't know, same dad, who knows, but they are very different, different beings. So, all right, listen, listen, listen. 
Well, how did the producer Francis Jr. and Ray Ray feel about spicy and salty? They weren't happy. And they'll uh, I, they'll be happy when they're gone. Oh yeah, I'll I'll, I'll be less um, stressed. It's just, it's been a lot. Not stress. It's just a lot of work constantly. You know, cleaning up after them and taking care of them and socializing them. So it'll be nice to just get a little breather. I'm sure there'll be more animals passing through here in the future. So. There'll be another little one to take care of, or four to take care of. So, all right, yeah, let's get let's get into what we're here to talk about. Yes, and I see Play Dave on the chat talking about deeper into fascism. Exactly. We're on. Yes, uh, in in response to Winston says, yes, by next week we'll know if we've descended into fascism. Yeah, deeper into fashion. It's true. It's really disturbing, and I, I I cannot believe it. Really, sometimes I can't believe what what I'm what we're witnessing. It's I I never thought. You know, I guess that was my failure of imagination. I really just never thought it could get this bad so quickly, and the and I and. And of course, I guess that it really was being naive because we talk about it all, all the time. Democracies are only, they only survive by agreement. You have to agree to play by the rules. You have to agree to abide by them, to, to respect them. And if there aren't, you know, if there's no respect, then we're done. And, you know, okay. One of my, you guys know, one of my pastimes is hate watching corporate media. And I swear to God, I'm going on to my Twitter page because it was all this week. Oh, and I have to apologize because I was going to do a show on Wednesday and then my internet went out. So, and I wasn't able to do one yesterday. So, whatever, whatever. I'm really sorry. Let's not live in the past, though. Let's keep moving forward. And, um, yeah, if you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash taradevlin because, you know, we need to keep the show going and growing. That is if you, I don't know, if you want it. But um, watching the corporate media, so I, I don't know what it is. Be, I was like, am I watching? Because I was watching, um, you know, Morning Joe or whatever. Look, I'm looking really ratty in the. Maybe, maybe it's not this. This isn't gonna help. It's this. I'm just kidding. I guess I'm having a little body dysmorphic disorder today. But um, so, what was I saying? Yeah. So watching the corporate media, I was like, am I watching Fox News over here? Uh, because it, if you. If you step back for a second and just listen to it, because they'll, of course, up in the polls, down in the polls, everything's a poll. Let's go to the polls. And no matter what happens, if there's good news for Democrats, they must temper it with something bad. Okay, we know that the the both sides bullshit is, um, you know, is pathological. But... Oh, I see what's happening. My other camera is not working. Let me see. That's why that looks so, f- looks kind of uh, metally, right? 
Okay, whatever. Who cares? Uh, it doesn't matter as long as it sounds good. So, but they, um, it's every, every time they discuss uh, somebody, let's say, uh, will say, well, oh, the Democrats are got some good news in this poll because people are concerned about their, you know, according to the poll, they're concerned about democracy dying. Oh, oh, gee. But but then they'll come back and they'll discuss how, well, uh, what about the economy? What about um, the voters who care only about kitchen table issues? What about, like they give a shit about kitchen table issues? The And it's... It's as if there is some kind of allergy in general for um, any pundit to to say anything nice about a Democrat or to even inform that this is it's not even okay because we know that Fox News is uh, nothing but fascist propaganda. And well, we have the receipts and we'll, we'll talk about it again tonight. But they don't even inform the people who uh, are the viewers don't give me a poll don't tell me what um okay this poll says a poll this poll says that the these voters are going to vote on um you know they're going to vote democratic because they're they fear for the economy i mean they fear for the for you know the fascism and and in the next breath, but, you know, uh, with Joe Biden's approval ratings in the tank and uh, uh, the inflation rate and crime, 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 this is what I, all they keep saying. Um, not reporting the, the facts. Now, I don't know if you saw... Uh, the couple of days ago on Chris Hayes' show, he did a whole he did a whole breakdown about crime, and that yes, crime is up, but of course, I mean Republicans, they all they they just they amplify the concerns because they want people in fear constantly. That's what they have to offer. And if they win in the midterms, it's going to be nothing but fear and chaos and pointing fingers and uh, more uh, destruction of democracy. Hold on. We'll be right back. All right. We're we're back. Hello. Oh, thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And thank you, Mark C., for your super chat. F the polls. Vote and defeat the bastards. Yeah. Exactly. F the fucking polls. Exactly. Oh, because they're saying that the other things they're saying about the polls is that when um, women are, I guess, settling into the fact that we are now not fully autonomous beings. And that's it's not going to be have much as much an impact because, you know, gas prices and they so here's the thing and as we know the economy as far as abortion is concerned um abortion is an economic issue too so they never bring that up 
right? And they'll they will. Oh, the other thing. This is what what pissed me off. I should have grabbed it, but I I was watching this this morning, and they were interviewing Latin Latina voter voters, right? This is another thing that they keep uh, harping on that Democrats are failing the their outreach to Latino voters, right? So it's always Democrats are failing somehow. And th- they interviewed this woman. Well, I always voted Democratic, or she said Democrat, my whole life. And except I'm kind of sick of it now because it's the same old thing. And then you had this defund the police stuff. And I really don't want to defund the police. So I'm, I'm considering voting Republican. So we, ha- we get all of these um, packages on the, on the corporate media about how, you know, Democrats are failing somehow. But th- I, I, I was about to flip out more than usual because... Um, what are you talking about? Defund the police. Not a slogan isn't a policy. A stupid, poorly worded slogan isn't a policy. So just amplify that bullshit. Why don't you? Because that's that's what they're doing when they have someone on and they broadcast their malinformed opinions saying, well, you know, I'm not into defunding the police, so I'm not going to vote for a Democrat. Well, no fucking Democrat defunded the police. Not a single one. There's not a single policy from sea to shining sea defunding the police. It's a stupid slogan, and it's another reason why uh, the Democrats should be listening to this show, because they don't know how to message. The message should be fund community policing okay why don't they listen to me i don't get it fund community policing do you believe in defunding the police no we want to fund community policing in fact the democrats increased funding for the police and of course what did the republicans do they voted against it they voted against it because they want people fighting each other in the streets. They want people to be scared. Here in New York, there was another incident. Someone, where was it? Let me see, New York Post. Recently, uh, there was, oh, someone, you know, some crime was committed by somebody who was released on cashless bail. This is a thing that they... um, the Republicans are harping on. Now, every, every crime is the fault of cashless bail. And the reason the, the, they, they don't get into the specifics or the minutia of why we had cashless bail, because why it was changed, because people would go into Rikers and wouldn't have the money to get out like that young kid who was accused of stealing a backpack which he didn't do but he didn't have money for bail so he languished in Rikers for five fucking years which is a damn disgrace and by the time he got out and was able to cl- what how, by the time the uh, his case was was able to be decided he was a broken 
being. And he ended up committing suicide. So this is part of why, you know, we, the uh, people of New York needed, need to rethink the whole bail thing. Uh, and, um, you know, if there's mistakes made, we fix them. But what do Republicans do? They don't want to fix mistakes or if there are mistakes or come to some kind of uh, policy. They don't want to meet and discuss what the best options are. It's their way or the highway or, uh, you know, you're you suck. You're dead. You're the worst. You're a demon. You're, you know, uh, a groomer. You want you want uh, crime in the streets. You're Antifa. You're you know, you're you're the enemy of the people. So the because the Republicans do not want to they don't they don't want to govern. They have no solutions. And for every year, and this is what, oh, the, what drives me insane about the corporate media, as besides everything else, is that they, for all their criticizing of the Democrats, talking about inflation, talking about, which is a worldwide problem, as we know, right? As if the pandemic never happened, as if the entire world didn't shut down and there was a, there's a supply chain shortage and some parts of the world are still shut. And there's a war going on thanks to one of Trump's uh, masters, right? As if none of that affects us, as if we're not part of the world, right? And... But, you know, Republicans, they have very magical thinking. I mean, they, they actually think that a tax-cheating, draft-dodging, wannabe dictator con man with a fake university and vitamin scam who received fewer votes two times was a, is a great businessman because they saw it on reality TV. Okay? So that's what we're dealing with. But the... Um, you know, the Republicans, they, they on the, uh, on, you know, what's fucking New York Post, um, Rupert Murdoch's, uh, you know, bird pa- bird cage liner. The, some, so something happened, a someone committed a crime, and um, they were out on cashless bail. So it becomes the front page of the New York Post. This is, it's all about drumming that home, just beating the drum of whatever the Republican talking points are, regardless of the reality. And Chris Hayes did a whole thing on crime in, and the blue states in, in comparison to the red states. And the fact is, crime is up in the United States, but not nearly anywhere it was, anywhere near it was. How am I, how can I, I can't even talk. Why can't I talk? Not anywhere near what it was in the 90s, okay? And it's not even, you know, it's, if you look, we looked at the trajectory. We had some bar charts last week and uh you know it goes down and then it's up a little but it's not anywhere near where it's not like you know we're not living in mad max world hold on a second we'll be right back 
also watching corporate media. They, um, what's his name? Hardball Chris, whatever. It is. <laughs> you know, what's that guy's name? Chris Matthews. Yeah, he's he just starts repeating Republican talking points about crime with no context, with no. I mean, this is what I'm saying. It's we we have no media. There is no liberal media in this country. And it almost seems as if the corporate media, for whatever reason, in their pathological need to do a both sides, or I don't even know, but they have this, it's almost as if they want, they, they're in the tank for Republicans because they cannot say a kind word about Democrats without there being some kind of both sides, right? If something good happens, if Democrats do something, you know, Democrats did something good, well, you know, and Republicans too, right? Both sides, both sides. It's like everything that, um, you know, has gotten us into this mess. It's not both sides. When Nancy Pelosi's husband was was attacked, oh, you know, a couple of days ago, the disgusting Republicans going out as uh, Paul Pelosi on Halloween. They're, they're posting pictures. Here, let me show you one. Pictures of themselves in a costume. And it's not just one. It's numerous. Here, let me show you my Twitter feed. Look at this guy. Where's Nancy? With holding a hammer with blood all over his shirt. Blood dripping on the shirt. That's funny. That's fucking funny. Ha ha ha. Could you imagine? They, and all I kept hearing from the media was, well, you know, both sides, both sides, because Steve Scalise was attacked by a Bernie, Bernie guy, right? But... I don't know. Did anybody remember Bernie's uh, Bernie laughing about it? Did Bernie cut advertisements with guns, saying, um, you know, I'm going to shoot. I got my, I got the sights on my Republican targets, and I'm going to take them out because they're coming for you. They're coming for your freedoms. Your freedom to go to a doctor when sick, your freedom to earn a living wage and retire in security. They're coming af- after your socialist security and Medicare. So I'm here, I'm gonna shoot them dead. I'm gonna shoot them down. Oh no, I'm, I'm just, you know, it's all just metaphors. It's all just, you know, words. I could not believe that you know the low as as low as these republicans go the the trap door opens and they keep on falling they never hit bottom that's the scary part they never hit bottom and it's i i feel like i'm living in crazy town because we know that they're dangerous and and they they talk about it on the corporate media especially if you listen to morning joe and whatnot they're they're aware of the fascism 
they're aware how dangerous and unfit these freaks are. So don't give me another both sides, both sides, or uh, continue to spread Republican talking points. Yeah, I'm, go- I'm not going to vote Democrat because, uh, you know, defund the police. Why would you put that out into the, into the millions of viewers watching the show? Because guess what? A lot of people don't understand politics. They're not following it like we are. They hear defund the police and they think, well, that's the Democrats. They, they want to defund the police. Isn't that crazy? I heard it on, I heard it on MSNBC. They're talking about defunding the police. When they have no policy, give me one policy that defunded the police. How about you talk about how the Democrats funded the police, right? Let's see, Democrats, police funding. That's right. They here, September 21st, Washington Post. House Democrats strike a deal to fund police. House Democrats reached an agreement on Wednesday to a series of bills that provide millions of dollars to local law enforcement. The deal is a result of months of back and forth between centrist Democrats and the left of the caucus. See, because Republicans have no interest in funding the police. They don't want to fund the police. They want you to be in uh, in fear they want you to be pushed on the subway tracks they want you to be shot dead in schools or the theater or the grocery store or the synagogue or the church they or the park or anywhere they want you to you know be be afraid so why would they work with democrats and come up and you know fund the police they they would much rather wine and and have nothing to offer because get ready if they win on tuesday despite receiving fewer votes because that's what they do democrats have to win by a an overwhelming majority and there's some uh, states that are so gerrymandered beyond repair at this point where Democrats have to, oh, they got to win millions more votes. And even when they do win millions more votes, they still remain in the minority. This is unacceptable. Why do we accept it? It's like, it's like learned helplessness, I suppose. Beaten dogs, I suppose. Yeah, so the deal is a re- result of months, months of back and forth between centrist Democrats and the left flank of the caucus unreal right no no republicans in there at all not at all so but we got to hear on corporate media that i'm not voting for democrats because they want to defund the police do you understand how how uh, dangerous a time we're living in the misinformation it's not coming just from 
the fascists. Then we have the corporatists, where I don't know what it is. Is it habit? Is it laziness? What would it take to, to shut somebody up right in their track? Why don't you, I mean, if you're interviewing somebody, man on the street, what, um, and they say something that is so patently untrue, why wouldn't you correct it? That's why I can't stand it. it. And it's all the time, of course, whenever they have these these focus groups. And we talked about it the la- another show where, where they were had that focus group and they're saying how, um, oh, Joe Biden, you know, the lights are on, but nobody's home. Yeah, it seems like basically spreading this bullshit that he has dementia when he doesn't have dementia. It's so crazy making and it's it's uh you know they we know that the republicans have no integrity and they have and it it speaks to the fact that they have nothing to offer if they had something to offer they would offer it what do they have and all of their crying and whining what do they offer they talk about inflation what where's their plan they talk about gas prices. What is the plan? Oh, I know what it is. Low taxes on the rich. Because everything that the Democrats try to do to, to uh, you know, fix the problems, Republicans want nothing to do with it. Because they want problems. They make problems. That's the, that's the scam. You know, you make problems. You do nothing. You sit sit there, you point fingers, you cry victim, and then you blame your opponent for anything. And, and if that doesn't, if, if that's not enough, and it's never enough for the Republicans, you just fucking lie. I want to show you this lower third that was on Fox News the other day when Joe Biden gave his speech about um, you know, democracy being on the ballot. And it's, I, I, I swear to God, somewhere in hell, Joseph Goebbels is a lone tear is streaking his cheek as he watches Fox News. You know, with pride. The student is now the master. Here's a... Oh, wait. I'll wait for the music. This is Tara Devlin on Tara Buster. We'll be right back. All right. We're back. We're back. I'm sure... uh, I was just about to show this... This lower third that was on Fox News. The day that Joe Biden gave his speech. You see that? Like, it's very big in the window here. Election denier Joe Biden accuses GOP of election interference. Now, tell me, what does it mean to be an election denier? Right? It means you... uh, you think the 2020 election was stolen, right? By 
the Democrats. You think that the con man who couldn't prove his case in court, and it, it, he's, a, he's a piece of dirt, you know, he's dirt. And the world will be better off, you know, when he goes flying into uh, hell legally and peacefully, of course. But um, like all Republicans, it's, you know. But that's, that's your lower third. That's, I mean, um, Orwell is embarrassed for Fox News. It's unbelievable. Election denier Joe Biden accuses GOP of election interference. So, you know, just twist it, twist it up. Twist your viewers up to the point they don't know what up is, which, which way up is. What's up? What's down? Right? That's the point here. Make them stupid, make them crazy, miss and malinform them to the point where they're storming the Capitol. To the point where they're, you know, knocking, uh, yeah, whatever, knocking down whatever, gates, taking a shit in the Capitol. When you're taking a shit in the, I mean, excuse me, defecating in the Capitol, in the halls, you you're you're on the wrong side of history. I hate to tell you. Oh my God! Nice to see you. Nice to see you, JD. JD lives in the UK. I know. Isn't this crazy? I hope the USA doesn't topple off the knife edge like the UK at the moment. Well, at least. You got rid of that Liz Truss bitch for a minute, but I mean, it's incredible. And and Netanyahu getting <laughs> back into power. It's like these people never go away. They never. Who and okay, who fucking votes for these people? Who votes for them? Who wants them? And the fact is, there's a lot of fascists running around. There's a lot of people who lack the fundamental ability to function in a free democratic society. That's what it's about. They don't want a free democratic society. They want a big daddy to save them from the scary world of others, the scary complex world, who, of others who don't know their place. That's really what it's about. And you could just lie to them. They just, and that's what Fox News is. For example, here's another example of the filth that goes out on Fox News. Now, we know that the Fox News fascists, they're, they're coming for Social Security and Medicare, right? That's a, it's in their proposals, they openly, well, not openly, they've, they, they do say the quiet part out loud more, more often than not. But then Mitch, Moscow Mitch told them, you know, sh- shut up. Shut up, assholes. We're trying to pull the wool over these dumb, dumb's eyes. Well, here's on uh, Hannity the other day. 
the stupidest man in media, otherwise known as. You know, now in this last-ditch effort, well, let's lie to uh, senior citizens and scare them to death with lies about Republicans. They want to take away your Social Security and Medicare and cut it. Okay, not a single Republican has ever said it. No Republican supports it. it will and here's Mike Lee. My objective to phase out Social Security, to pull it up by the roots and get rid of it. Who is, who's clapping, by the way? But you see, it doesn't matter what they do. They know that the Republican base are a bunch of dupes. They want to be duped. Because it's not just Mike Lee talking about um, destroying Social Security. They, they're openly talking about it. Let's see, hold on. Oh, yeah. Can you? I can't wait for the impeachment of Joe Biden. Oh, yeah, that's coming. Yeah. Um, where is it? Here we go. Here's from that socialist rag known as Market Watch. <sighs> yes, some Republican senators really are openly talking about Social Security cuts. Okay. If a Republican-controlled Congress comes for your Social Security benefits in the next few years, don't say we didn't warn you. Or they didn't warn you. They did. Senator Mike Lee of Utah brings to a round... Brings a round... uh, Brings... Excuse me. Why can't I talk? Brings the number to around a dozen of sitting GOP senators who, haven't, who have said quite openly that they want to put Social Security on the chopping block. As Social Security benefits are looking at a 20% cut without new taxes, we may be talking about major changes to America's retirement plan. But, of course, we know. The only thing we have to do is raise the cap on who uh, contributes and uh, yeah, and uh, we can increase Social Security and fund Social Security forever and ever. Amen. That's if we had a functioning democracy that wasn't on the verge of this civil war. And I, you know, I'm just sick of it. At, at some, at one point, I'm like, these Republicans keep talk, talking about civil war. Do it. Come on. Secede already, would you? Would you? Would you? Come on. I'm tired of your bullshit. I'm tired of my blue state dollars funding up, funding your, uh, your shitholes, your meth labs, your hovels, where, where the sewage, you know, Moscow Mitch in his district in Kentucky, there's, uh, there's sewage that UN inspectors decla- uh, d- compared to a developing world right you don't see that kind of stuff in the in the developed world that's what they said you know you only see it in uh, the united states which is another reason you know there's many things you don't see in any other normal civilized country like we here we have um Doctors Without... What is that? Not the Doctors Without Borders. You know, maybe it was Doctors Without Borders. They, uh, they open up mobile clinics here. You know, like, like they do in, uh, you know, Somalia and shit. 
Oh, look, it's Tara Jr. Jr. I, I have to show you something. Let me see if I can show you. <clears throat> I know. They suck. What can I say? Republicans suck, Jr. I told you. Oh, everything. You know what? I, I set up a Tara Jr. Jr. cam. And I'm trying to find it. Look, here it is. <laughs> Smile. You're on candid camera, Junior. Junior, look at the camera. You're going to knock my coffee over now? Junior. You're on Tara's camera. Do 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 do. Not a good look for me, but it's okay. Stupid tripod keeps tipping over. So that's good, right? You get to see Tara Junior Junior's face. I wonder if I do a split screen. <laughs> That's better, right? I like that. As long as I get out of the shot. What do you think? Ah! It tipped over. Now I'm losing patrons. I'm losing... We're losing patrons! Hurry, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We'll be right back. You like the new camera, everybody? <laughs> it's good, right? Junior Junior Cam. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And let me show you a trick while we're at it. Give me a paw. Hey. He's looking at the camera. Can I have your paw, please? <laughs> See? Animals and people can coexist. <laughs> hey, hey, now he's rubbing his face against the camera. You're, black, you're, you're blocking the view here, kid. <laughs> Hey, you're blocking the view, and now people are leaving the show. Damn it. All right. Smile, Junior. You're on your own camera. <laughs> you're a good boy. All right. Let's see. Ow, and now you're biting my hands. I think this is revenge for salty and spicy. Hey, now I don't like that tone, young man. All right, I got to put him over there. For now. For now. He'll be back. He will be back. And better than ever. <laughs> all right yes 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 all right what were we talking about how everything sucks okay yes yes some republicans are openly talking about cutting socialist security 
So meanwhile, according to the latest numbers at predictit.org, the online betting market, the Republicans are cruising towards control of the House. Oh, God, help me. That's only because they have gerrymandered everything into um, the into. Uh, well, gerrymandered it into a sure victory. That's what they've done. They have they choose the voters. The voters don't choose them. And it, it, because if that was the case, they'd never win an election. There's no, no way. Especially they would never win if they told the truth about themselves. Everything that they run on is a lie. They want more, more income disparity and upward immobility. Everything about them. They, what do they offer? Even I don't know who is voting for them, because even when they 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 go, you know, the corporate media interviews these low information voters and they say, well, you know, um, I'm worried about inflation. Well, what the fuck are Republicans doing for you and inflation? What have they ever done for you? Why doesn't the whoever's interviewing them just? Stop them in their tracks and remind them that, this is the other thing, by every measure, Democrats are better for the economy. This is a historical and mathematical fact. But I guess that all depends on your definition of what better is. Because it's not better for Republicans. They hate that. They want you nice and desperate. They want you to be on the balls of your ass, desperate, fighting amongst yourself, uh, amongst your neighbors, right? Fighting um, immigrants or fighting trans people or or anyone with darker pigment or so you know, just being afraid. What do they have to offer? What have they ever done? for the American people. Nobody can answer this question. They, oh, they've done nothing but lie. And it really is our fault that we've allowed them to get to this point where they can't steal, where they could steal and, and entrench themselves illegitimately in power. Predictit.org, the online betting market, the Republicans are cruising towards control of the House. Well, you know, the only shining light in that, and it's not shining really, it's just, I don't know. Can't be, can't, it, I, I would have to never, I don't know, get out of bed to, again if I didn't try to find anything good but it's going to suck of course if they take control it's but it's going to be non-stop crazy show and everybody better hold on you better buckle up it's going to be non-stop impeachment hunter biden's laptop they've already promised this there's no promise to do anything about inflation or gas prices are you kidding me it's all bullshit more it's a revenge tour that's all it's going to be see revenge to against people who are functionally capable of uh well not for, you know, mentally spiritually emotionally 
intellectually capable of functioning in a in a democracy that republicans can only pretend to love they hate democracy it's in their bones that's why they're so fascist they they can't help it that's why you know there this is just a fact of life some people are less evolved period it takes them a long time to catch up and it's they they have the nerve to to say you know oh we we want to protect socialist security and medicare as if when well, i know i was going to say as if we have uh, no memory well we have a memory of the fact that republicans have always been against social security they've always been the antagonists against they've hated social security they've always tried to destroy it because they want people desperate they never wanted any and then they also don't want the american people to to be unified that's the other thing this is another reason they want everything means tested and another reason why the democrats have to stop with this bullshit of uh giving credit where it's not due even the other day when joe biden gave his speech he, gave, he was talking about social security and um in, a, in one of his speeches recently and i actually i tweeted about it because it was making me sick because you know he he has this pathological need to constantly give republicans credit when it is not due they don't earn it let the party of personal responsibility earn it you know and then give them credit why are you saying um yeah uh republic he he what was he saying let me see here we go i wrote on my twitter feed what is the democrats obsession with giving gop bipartisan credit for policies they overwhelmingly opposed like social security joe biden just said republicans and democrats came together to pass it because he was talking about the republicans coming for social security and he's like yeah uh, the republicans and democrats came together to pass it no 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 dems passed it overwhelmingly and republicans overwhelmingly opposed it that's the fact so and they've been trying to kill social security ever since they called it um you know everything else that we we could imagine they not imagine that they they call everything now whenever anything try whenever this this government tries to do something for people who aren't born on third base thinking they hit a triple it's always, oh, it's socialism, it's, uh, it's laziness, it's dependency. You're hanging out in the social safety net hammock. Fuck you. These people that have no, they, they, these, these, these assholes who are the biggest, blo- most bloated parasites sucking on the government teat. Oh, you're hanging out in the social safety net hammock. You you need to learn the dignity of work. 
Holy shit. And you know what? How much longer are we going to take it? How much longer will the, the scams continue to be effective? Oh, I'll answer that. Um, as long as there are people who are uh, dumb, racist, and easily, easily manipulated. That's what it's about. Because it is racism. It's overt and, um, you know, covert racism. Oh, but, but no, no, I'm not racist, right? Right, Republicans, they get so triggered when you call them a racist. Oh, they're going to call me a racist. Like Lindsey Graham, when, when he's, he's defending, saying that uh, Herschel Walker, the fact that the Republicans are running Herschel Walker is proof they're not racist when it's the exact opposite. Yeah, wait a minute. Where is this? I, hello, hello. My name is Tara Devlin, in case you're just joining us. Unapologetic Liberal Talk. Come on over to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. Hang out in the greatest chat room in American history. And also you can become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And uh, yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, APS Radio News listeners. Let me see. Oh, yeah. No, Republicans aren't racist. Here, look at this. Look at this ad. When did racism against white people become okay? Joe Biden put white people last in line for COVID relief funds. Kamala Harris said disaster aid should go to non-white citizens first. Liberal politicians block access to medicine based on skin color. Progressive corporations, airlines, universities, all openly discriminate against white Americans. Racism is always wrong. The left's anti-white bigotry must stop. We are all entitled to equal treatment under law. America First Legal paid for this ad. If if it wasn't real, I would think it's it's something from Saturday Night Live, right? This is from Stephen Miller's The Mind of Stephen Miller. And, you know, Stephen Miller is, as Mike Malloy calls him, the Nazi Jew. He is. These people are a disgrace. When did racism against white people become okay? Yeah, America First Legal, AFL, founded by Trump immigration guru Stephen Miller, one of the architects of ripping babies from the arms of their mothers. I can't take it. I can't take these people. Um, Bills itself as a conservative version of the American Civil Liberties Union. The organization has filed many legal challenges to Biden Biden administration policies, both, both domestic and foreign. And it says that that uh, it undermines fundamental rights of Americans, supposedly, you know, Biden's policies. Um, <clears throat> this ad, which is running in several Georgia media markets in Tallahassee, why, don't, why aren't you running it in New York? Because, you know, I don't know. They probably know that we would 
find it absolutely appalling. But there are there are dumbasses everywhere. They really are. Uh, just let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, in a similar television ad, encapsulates a key argument in the group. Let's see. The group says that the efforts by federal governments to prioritize aid for vulnerable communities or correct historic wrongs is a form of racism against white people. And this is why the, the illegitimate Supreme Court, as we know, they're set to destroy affirmative action because every leap we've taken, every step, not even leap, we've made towards progress, towards a more perfect union, Republicans find that um, that's an existential threat to their ultimate aim of destroying democracy once and for all. They can't destroy this country if we're unified. You understand? We know that. They know that. We, they cannot destroy this country if we look at each other as Americans, in all our diversity, if we're proud of our diversity, they can't destroy America. That's why they have to lie. And they have to pretend and, and tickle the very um, easily tickled and easily manipulated professional victimitis of all their, of their base. And what does what do the corporate media now? I have my 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 dinky podcast, but you know, it's you're fi- it's like fighting a a, a monumental mountain. <laughs> I don't even know is that a is that a thing? <laughs> it's uh it it's 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 momentous. I like that word, but because. The, every time that the the corporate media that doesn't point this shit out, you know, they're enabling the Republican scam. Whenever they treat this this um, excuse for a party as a legitimate political party, they enable it. It's not a legitimate political party anymore. It is uh, the existential threat. It's the domestic terrorist threat that the founders warned us about. You better believe it. Oh, I'm voting because, um, you know, uh, um, I'm a, I don't want to defund the police. Okay. Well, who the fuck does? Nobody does. It's a stupid slogan that somebody said, and then it caught on. And, the, and by far, it caught on more <laughs> vehemently with Republicans, that's for sure. Because they saw, not, they were like, oh man, you walked right into that one, suckers. And the corporate media, I mean, that's what drives me insane. Because instead of saying, well, you know, Democrats didn't defund the police. In fact, they funded the police and here's the bills and here's every Republican that voted against it. And um, that's a slogan that, if, if anything, is more, uh, it's spread far and wide, not by Democrats, but by Republicans. It's so offensive. You understand, like, when they have some 
low information voter just saying these things out of hand and there's no pushback it's as if what what they're doing is is they're they're um validating it they're saying with by their silence they're saying that um, this person is correct Oh, I don't want to defund the police either. Then anybody who listens to Morning Joe and doesn't know what the fuck, right? Doesn't have a clue. Doesn't read, you know, uh, what we read or or they're not involved with politics or they don't pay attention. They just hear that. And then they don't hear any any alternative. They don't hear the pushback because there is none. So they... Say, well, wow, well, I don't want to defund the police either. You know, I'm scared because it was just on the cover of the New York Post how what we're, we're living in Mad Max times. And uh, yeah, who wants to, and the Democrats want to what? They want to defund the police in the middle of Mad Max time? That, uh, I don't want to do that. Me, me neither. So it's incredible. You know, these people, they have staffs, they have producers and everything, right? They got, they got actual producers. Their producers aren't cats. And they don't, I don't know. They just keep repeating Republican talking points. And we just keep, look, look, let me just play. I know, I don't want to play the whole thing because it's like eight minutes long. But from Chris Hayes. Wait, yes, hold on. This is an ad. They don't have to be accountable to us. The U.S. thinks. Oh, shut up. Shut up. All right, hold on, hold on. I'm saying shut up to the ad that's playing. A Republican really wanted to talk about one thing: crime. Not the kind of crime where the Democratic speaker's home is invaded and her husband is brutally assaulted by a violent right-wing attacker. Not the kind of crime where America's top secret documents are stolen right. by the impeached ex-president. No, a very specific type of crime. The type of crime that scares Republican and independent voters the most to make them believe that crime is skyrocketing, that America is a hellhole. And the thing is, it works. And it works even better when you have your very own propaganda cable channel running stuff like this all day, every day. Dystopian, mm -hmm. nakedly racist video, preferably grainy security cam footage featuring almost exclusively black people committing crime in big cities. It is like a hellscape on an endless loop. If you're a viewer of Fox News, at this point, you just accept as fact that, for example, the entire city of Portland, Oregon has been burned to the ground. It's gone. <laughs> Nothing left. And that every other big city in this country is a post-apocalyptic inferno. From coast to coast, crime is exploding in Democrat-run cities. Lawlessness in blue cities continues. Portland and in Seattle and Chicago, there's all hell is breaking loose in New York. Where people are regularly shot, beaten, and robbed in public. Every city, it is out of control. Chicago has become a sanctuary for violent, depraved criminals. San Francisco evolved into a hellhole. L.A. County, this is a lawless hellhole. Dangerous. Filthy hellhole. I am getting out of net. this hellhole. Your Don't be so hot on yourself, is in peril with Democrats lady. In power. I mean, honestly, that's like just a, a touch. 
this is constant. Of course, that is not reality. We all know this. But those messages, they're not for you. They are for viewers sitting at home who do not live in big cities, being frightened into thinking that urban democratic cities are just absolutely falling apart. All right, let me fast Crime forward a little is bit. up in this country overall. The homicide rate in America shot up by 30% in 2020. It was the largest increase in more than a century, possibly ever. And again, to be clear, that is 2020 when Donald Trump was president. Early estimates indicate that right. homicide we heard nothing about it then, right? in 2021, though we still don't have all the data. And to be honest, national crime data is not great. So here's the thing. It's not some complete invention of right-wing propaganda. Not just homicide rates, but other crimes have gone up in all sorts of places. But here's the other thing. It is not happening the way they said it is. In fact, some of the hotbeds of crime in America are actually in conservative places, in red states. Last Both, month, yeah. the Democratic candidate of governor for governor. I can't play the whole thing. It. You know, they'll. This breaking news taking us to northwest Oklahoma City, where Oklahoma City police have been called out for a bank robbery. Oklahoma City police want to find dangerous armed robbery suspect. Two homeowners fight back during a terrifying home invasion. An accused rapist in Guthrie arrested again. Oklahoma City police officers on leave after he and his wife were arrested for a string of felonies. An up-and-coming young Republican arrested for sex crimes with a minor. After a two-and-a-half-week crime spree, a suspect some call the sandwich bandit is locked mm -hmm. Six see? homicides for every 100,000, or New York with about five. In fact, just look at the top 10 states with the highest murder rate. Mississippi, Louisiana, Kentucky, Alabama, Missouri, South Carolina, New Mexico, Georgia, Arkansas, and Tennessee. Almost all Republican-run states that vote for pres Republican presidential candidates every election. Here's another stat for you. The murder rates were 40% higher in states that voted for Donald Trump than states that voted for Joe Biden. Right. So, yes, crime is up. But the central lie Fox is peddling and the Republican Party is that it's just the libs in the big cities. And those other people, the ones on the security footage we keep showing you, they're responsible. You see? Isn't this incredible? Right? Terry on the chat. No, how could that be? I thought the red state had the good guys with the guns. It's true, right? And and what Chris Hayes mentioned, but I fast forwarded that um, through it. How uh, in Oklahoma during the whatever the governor debate, they had uh, you know the 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 I can't remember her name. She told the truth. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, debate, crime. That crime is actually up in Oklahoma more than it is in um, in California and New York, and they laughed at her. Oh, how many of you guys feel that crime is more, crime is higher here in Oklahoma than in New York and in California? That's because they watch Fox News and, and, and the newscaster who was moderating the debate said, we're going to have to we're going to have to check on that. <laughs> oh, my God. But then yet again, this morning, I hear on the corporate media, Chris Matthews repeating it, repeating that crime is up in the big cities, you know in the blue states he, he's 
repeating Republican talking points. But, yeah. And that's why it's sickening. Because, you know, the thing is, if, if they have, if they understand that we have a responsibility to preserve democracy, and we know that, you know, we trace the call, it's coming from inside the House, and they continue to act like it's business as usual, and it is crazy making but it's it's uh, it's malpractice this is why the the press is enshrined in in the constitution it's the only profession you know enshrined in the constitution as being vital for democracy so do your job inform people don't just repeat and repeat the lies, as if that, as if the the feelings, you know, they feel that, um, you know, crime is up, and if and and Joe Scarborough keeps um, he keeps bringing up one of these focus groups where a Democrat said that um, they were afraid to go to work, you know, because of crime. And, you know, but, okay, if that's the case, well, follow the guy to work. See what's up. So one guy says he's afraid to go to work, so that must mean that everything's out of control and, and pushing back in any way with the, with the facts is, um, is woke. It's just too woke. Yeah, we got, we got a junior. All right, Junior, you got your own cam. All right, just sit there, please. Anyway, what are we doing with our lives? That's right. And the other thing is, yes, uh, haiku on the chat. You want low gas prices? Stop using gas. But it's also, you know, why instead of, okay, instead of, constantly harping on the gas prices um i wanted to harp on the fact that big oil is making record profits and that they're price gouging us so yeah there if if there were really um you know a shortage then why are they making record profits why are they they they, you know why do they do their patriotic duty For, you know, for this country. It's unbelievable. I know, Junior, I know. Trust me. Jesus Christ. Stop yelling at me, please. Let me see. What time is it here? We got some time. Let me show you this. You know, as, as far as... This is what's so frightening. There's many things that are frightening. But, um... This is, this is one of them. And we know that Republicans lack the fundamental maturity to function in a democracy. And that they, they, they love, um... 
you know, the symbols of patriotism because the substance is beyond them. And they really do hate America. Okay. And okay. Ha, why, uh, why do you say that? Because they, they hate the actual story of America. They hate what this country was founded as the antidote to. They hate that this is a nation of immigrants they hate that they hate e pluribus unum they hate the nation of laws right they hate the general welfare you know the general welfare is in the constitution numerous times all caps is it the general welfare do you promote the general welfare when you're lying about an election you lost where you're spreading these fucking lies where you're lying to, to the point where you're, you're sending dupes to go fight and die for this lie. It's incredible. So they hate the country. They really do hate America. So they have to um, re- they rewrite history, as we know. Wait, hold on a second. I'll be right back with the receipts on that. All right. So, for example, here's a, here's another thing. I can't stand these Republicans. The other, th- if you if you Google political podcasts, you're gonna get um, Charlie Kirk is gonna come right up in the top of the queue, and uh, yeah, it makes me sick. They push it. I, I and I have to. I, you know, I'm gonna say again. You know, when I go on Twitter or whatever, which Twitter is a cesspool already, that just proves to us, as far as Twitter being a cesspool, just as an aside, it doesn't take long for Republicans to destroy everything they touch, as we saw what they did with Twitter the first day. It it turned into uh, a Nazi. I don't know, Nazi rally. That's what it was. It's just a, it's a shit show. It's a cesspool. That's what they do. They destroy everything they touch because they don't know how to act like humans. They don't know how to act like mature adults. They, they act like babies, you know, who, um, mommy is away. Mommy and daddy went away for the weekend. So let's, you know, act like douchebags. So, and what do they have to offer? Oh, finally, I can be free. What, and what, well, what does that look like? N-word, 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 N-word. That's what you got to offer? Elon Musk saving humanity. That's what he said. He's buying Twitter to save humanity. That, and it is living proof. I haven't heard this argument on the corporate media at all, but... Him buying Twitter because he wants to save humanity. I mean, how many, uh, how many mo- movies with, with villains, with supervillains started with the supervillain wanting to save humanity? Because that's what that's about. But it, he is living proof that we don't need billionaires. There should be no billionaires. Period. It's like a cancer cell sucking up all the energy. And so now we got one one dude telling us that he's going to save humanity with $44 billion, which it goes to show us that 
you know, there are some things more important than money. And that's one of the, the things, one of the principles that the founders understood. Promote the general welfare. That's what, A government is not a business. You know? A government doesn't, it doesn't always have to turn a profit. Sometimes you have to invest in things. And sometimes, you know, you have to support your fellows who maybe uh, fall on hard times or become disabled or whatever it may be, need a, ha- a hand. But not everything is a zero-sum game. It's all about profit and money and making money. And it, it, and it comes down to, again, what, what's the meaning of life? What are we doing here? What, what is the meaning of an economy? Is it to make one fucking douchebag, one man-child, overgrown idiot who, who is easily duped, by the way? He's the first day on the platform spreading misinformation, spreading hate, spreading stupidity. And what he, he responds l- like a child, like a like a king baby man child. He takes down. He he spread a post about um, Nancy Pelosi's husband that was false. And um, when he, I guess he realized, and instead of saying "Ooh, uh, my bad," he 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 tweeted some snark. Oh, I don't spread fake news. I didn't tweet about the New York Times. Ha ha ha. You see? You see how he did that? So the up is down. The truth is, is false. Don't believe the actual media. You know, don't believe journalists who, when they get it wrong, have to print a retraction. Believe uh, some dick, some fucking overgrown asshole who made a bad investment because somebody triggered him, easily triggered. You know, is that's what that's the irony here, because they always talk about, oh, libs, libs, owning the libs, which we know is the is the epitome of unpatriotic, of course, if that's your motivation, owning your fellow Americans, then you're not a patriot. You're an asshole who hates America, you know. But, you know, what are you doing? Uh, there's no, there should be no billionaires. There is no, no reason for it. it it's like um, there are how many billions of us and there's one, one dick, one big asshole. And we're all in his playground. And that's the, that's not the way it's supposed to be. You know, many people fought, bled, and died. Millions, countless, fought, bled, and died so we could escape that shit. Being the plaything of, uh, of the elite. Oh, anyway. Well, anyway, Charlie Kirk... So we know that Republicans, they rewrite history because they hate America. Well, here, this is, I almost, um, I almost lost it. Here's Charlie Kirk. Where the heck is it? Is it? Where is he? 
I swear, it's coming here. Oh, here we go. Here we go. From Right Wing Watch. Why is it so important for pastors and church people to get involved and to make a difference in our communities and not to sit on the sideline and just hope it gets better? So a couple thoughts. Uh, first, the Bible commands us to do it. Jeremiah 29.7, demand the welfare of the nation that you are in because you... You sick bastard okay now these republicans they have to rewrite history now this is charlie kirk rewriting history telling the the people who are stupid enough to i don't know pay tick pay for uh, tickets to this shit show event that um that they're supposed to get involved you know it's a it's forget this church and state separation thing um the founders were uh, were inspired by the Bible, and uh, Christians should run the government. Welfare is tied to your nation's welfare. Daniel, Esther, Mordecai, Nehemiah, Jeremiah, and others were all counselors to secular secular government for God's purpose. So unless you want to remove every single one of those people that oh cared about God. the government, cared about the political implications, then. You're what not on good theological standing for people that say that. Zechariah 8, 16 and 17, direct. Boogie woogie, bugle boy, 21, 3. I mean, what, what are you talking about? He's just throwing shit out there to justify being a Christo-fascist. This is what we're witnessing. Orders demand justice, it's demand like, love up. in my name. I'm the founders... Um, made no, uh, specifically no religious test. These are people who were, um, they, this government is not, you know, they didn't fight a revolution to set up a government just like the one they just overthrew. Threw. They knew, they lived in a world with an entr entrenched and intertwined church and state. But this is what Republicans want to bring back. Everything that the founders overthrew. The, this country is the, the exceptional country. You know, you know why it's exceptional? It's because it's a nation of immigrants built on an idea, not on uh, an intergenerational aristocracy. And blood and uh, a hierarchy. It's incredible, in freaking incredible, how they get they continue to th to get away with it and find people so willing and eager to believe this bullshit. You know why? This is why they go after public education. They hate government schools because. I, I, you know, they're afraid that if somebody goes to school, they might learn the truth of our secular government. You could have your religion, have your sky spook, go pray in your closet. Oh, but they don't want, they want, they want to drag everyone into their little uh, world where they can control you and us and the government and justify it by, uh, you know, because uh, God told them. All right, this is the end of the Progressive Voices part of the show. Guys, the rest of the show is at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster or APS Radio News or 
you know, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to keep the show going and growing. Hang out with us on Friday nights here in the greatest chat room in American history, and we will win. We are on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Shit, I knew that was going to happen. We stick together. We win. Whatever. Okay. Here we go. Let's continue with Charlie. If we can stand it. Direct orders to what to do politically. The founders had trust in a constitutional style government. Unreal. Because they always thought the church would be the counselor to the king. Not the king, but the counselor. What fucking king? So that's why they didn't have to build it into any. What king? You see what I'm saying? I'm sorry to yell in your ears. The church was going to be the counselor to the king. What country is he talking about? Not this one. They didn't have to say it because, you know, they just assumed everyone would know that wink, wink and a nod, nod. That the, uh, they didn't have to write church and, and state should be intertwined because it's like it's there. Even though you don't see it, it's nowhere. It's nowhere in any of the founding documents. And quite, in fact, quite the opposite. But okay, um, yeah, they thought the church would be the counselor to the king. With the, that's not this government. Let's play that again for a second. The founders had trust in a constitutional style government because they always thought the church would be the counselor to the king. Does that make any sense? The founders had trust in a constitutional form of government because they always thought the church would be the counselor to the king? What the fuck king? What king? The king they just overthrew? None of the founding documents say anything about this, of course, because they're full of sh- the, this he's lying. He's a he's a liar. And, you know, it's it is a it's yet another example of how much they hate America. Because they hate the very essence of America. They hate what the founders built. They hate it. You know, they like what they like about what the founders built. They like the, um, you know, they like the the hierarchy of, uh, you know, the racial hierarchy and the uh, misogynistic patriarchy. You know, well, you know, I'm repeating myself, but that's what they like. They that's what, you know, when they when they long for the good old days, that's what they long for. They don't long for um this is what they long for. They long for, the good old days is the dark ages. That's what they they uh, that's the good old days Republican style. It's incredible. But the counselor to the king, right? Right. So that's why they didn't have to build it into any of the outward mechanisms. But by the- what are you fucking talking about? You got balls, baby. They have no shame. They didn't have to build it into any... They didn't have to build it or say it or even write it. Or they, it's like Trump with the classified documents. He just has to think about it. And it's declassified when he steals them. 
you know, if if the and on and on that note too, um, if you actually declassified things, you know there would be a paper trail anyway. You can't just say booga booga booga. It's declassified. But why didn't we know about it? Why don't you just come right out and say it? Why first you declassified the documents that the FBI planted? Okay, whatever. And um, just an aside, to that aside. What the fuck is wrong with Merrick Garland? Why are we two years into this shit and this fucking orange piece of dirt is still walking around free? And this is what's going to kill us. This is how democracy dies, by uh, being timid. It's incredible. Oh, he's got to cross the T's and dot the I. What, what, what's taking you so long? If you come for the king, you better, you better not miss. Well, come for the king already. Well, uh, what are we waiting for? This is, there's 17 different crimes I can list right off the top of my head, including stealing classified documents. What the f- Oh, they might get mad. The dummies might get mad. Let them. Let's get it over with. I'm sick of it. Let them. You know, when people show you who they are, believe them. And the only saving grace in uh, Republicans, if they do win the House, is that they, it's going to be a shit show. We just better hold on tight and hope nobody gets hurt. Nobody normal. Because they're going to show who they are, as they always do. They are a clown show. We're going to get the clown show on steroids. That's why they have to rig. They got to rig and gerrymander because they are a clown show. They're going to, it's going to be impeachment of Joe Biden. And they, and they don't even know. What can you impeach him on? Nothing. Oh, uh afghanistan withdrawal i mean they make a mockery of everything they touch they make a mockery of the senate house they make a mockery of the people's house they make a mockery of the presidency the the supreme court you the dumbasses took a dump in the capitol but the republicans high and low are dumping all over the branches of government that's for sure so, because they, the, the, and, and then we get this, this guy, this pointy, whatever his, uh, you know, wolfy looking guy. Yes, yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. They didn't have to, what did he say? The founders had trust in a constitutional style of government because they always thought the church would be the counselor to the king. So they didn't, there's no king. That's why they didn't have to build it into any outward mechanisms. By the way, every single one of the separations of powers, checks and balances, independent judiciary, they're all Christian. They're all biblical. Every single one of the separation of powers, checks and balances, independent judiciary, they're all Christian. What? They're all biblical. For example, Isaiah 33, 22. I might be off. It might be 22, 33. I might be dyslexic. But anyway, so offer me some forgiveness there. But it basically says... Offer me some forgiveness. 
I wish that was the least that you had to be forgiven for. God is the king. He's the interpreter of laws. He's the maker of laws. I wonder where that is. Oh, you mean the executive branch, the judicial branch, the legislative oh, branch? Oh, whoa, whoa, snap! Uh, Isaiah thirty-three twenty-two. Let's see. Let's take a look at Kirk's claims. This is from Right Wing, right wing Watch. Such as his assertion that Jeremiah, Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29.7 uh, commands Christians to be involved in politics. It makes little sense considering that biblical passage is actually a command that the Jews in Babylon pray for the city into which they had been exiled. Seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf. For in its welfare, you will find your welfare. You know, just pull shit out of your ass. That's, uh, I think that's uh, Boogie Woogie uh, Bugle Boy number 12. Similarly, Zechariah eight sixteen to 17 is simply a command to speak the truth. To one another, render into, it, render in your gates judgments that are true and made for peace. Do not devise evil in your hearts against one another. <laughs> I guess they missed that one. And love no false oath. For all these things I hate. What a, what a tiny puny God they have. The tiny puny God. All right hates um these two passages are hardly explicit commands for modern day american christians to be involved in government much less are they direct orders of what to do politically by the same token there's no evidence to support kirk's claims that the founders who drafted the constitution relied on the bible for the concept of consent of the governed or in establishing checks and balances and an, and an independent judiciary. Nor is there any mention of the Federalist Papers um, in, in the federal, Federalist Papers of uh, Isaiah being the inspiration for the Constitution's separation of powers. Uh, and that's where, if anything, you would find it. One has to wonder how many other baseless claims Kirk has made to his millions of followers to justify Christian nationalism. Oh, well, they like that. They like Christian nationalism. It's, to them, it's not a dirty word because they're ignorant of history and they're, they're dumb. So it's like, oh, I'm a Christian and I like my nation. So, you know, never mind you're a fascist. They, they're embracing the fascism term too, by the way. So, uh, I say, uh, bring it, bring it on. And, uh, you know, as we talk about all the time, fascism never ends well. It ends, but it will never, it doesn't end well. So, good luck to us all. Founding fathers wrote in the Federalist Papers, only God <clears throat> should have the power of those three branches, so they made it intentional to separate those three. First wow. government in human history ever do that. Consent to the governed, right, comes right, right out of Isaiah as well. What? Independent judiciary comes right out of Leviticus, right? 
um, you know, nothing about the uh, Iroquois Confederacy or, yeah, right? Because that's really where the founders got their inspirations. And, of course, uh, the historical democracies from ancient Greece and Rome. And, who? oh, they, uh, you know, they, they weren't consulting the Bible. That's for sure. Wait, right, hold on. Oh, God. Help us. But everywhere we look, everywhere we look, they're, they're weaving their snake oil. You know? And it's it's sickening. And it's getting worse. So here, uh, from Salon, Chauncey DeVega writes, is America ready to trade democracy for cheap gas? That is fascism in a nutshell. In his recent New York Times headline... Um, this recent New York Times headline offers a perfect perspective for America's ailing democracy and its potential imminent demise. Voters see democracy in peril, but saving it isn't a priority. The details are grim. Voters overwhelmingly believe American democracy is under threat, but they seem remarkably apathetic about that danger. With relatively few calling it the nation's most pressing problem. And that's because, you know why. It's because of the regular corporate mainstream media. It really is. We have one side, one media run by the the fascists that continuously spew bullshit lies and more division hate fascism into into the the public airwaves and then we have another media that uh you know you even though they 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 talk about the threat to democracy then they, they'll go to a poll about Republicans and Democrats and who you're going to vote for as if they are uh, equal, uh, they, that those two choices ho- have the same merit. And by doing that, by in one breath condemning the Republican assault on democracy, and then in the next breath pretending like it's business as usual they they negate the 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 urgency of the moment you know joe biden can only have so many speeches talking about the perils of demo- uh, that we're up against when you, you, you it has to be a consistent message but it's not every time they run a poll who are you voting for Republican, it, it, they, it should have been nothing, but this is, this problem, okay, gas prices and this, that's tough, uh, uh, the inflation, inflation is high, but, you know, 
here's the Inflation Reduction Act, and this is what, well, you know, help is on the way, and blah, 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 but this too shall pass. What, what we hope won't pass is the government that the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us. Jeez, I don't know. I don't know. So more than one-third of independent voters in the poll said they were open to supporting candidates to, who reject the legitimacy of the 2020 election because economic concerns were more urgent. But there you go. There's, that's another failure of the corporate media. If economic concerns are your number one concern, then you should also be voting Democratic. The Republicans suck on the, on the economy as, as they suck on everything else. They suck on democracy. They suck on decency, dignity, democracy, the economy, everything, climate change, everything, decent middle-class lives, retirement, security, clean air, clean water, everything, unity, everything about them. It's like, they, what do they have to offer except the scam? While 71% of voters agreed that democracy was at risk, only 7% said it was the country's most important problem. Well, that's a failure of the media yet again. The Times analysis conformed to a depressing current of conventional wisdom, concluding that for many Americans, this year's midterms will be largely defined by rising inflation and other economic woes. Jesus Christ. This particular portrait reinforces what political scientists and other experts have long known about voting and other, other, and other political behavior in this country. Most Americans are relatively unsophisticated in their understanding of politics and public policy and tend to be disengaged on the issues beyond the few that appear to be of immediate concern for them their families or their communities but that's the that's the, that's the rub if those are your concerns you would vote democratic but even that kind of increased salience doesn't necessarily translate into an accurate factual understanding of politics of the politics in question for example the COVID pandemic certainly became a major national issue, but also fueled widespread disinformation about vaccines and public health. The 2020 election transfixed the nation uh, for weeks, but Donald Trump's big lie narrative about the election has not faded away. There are exceptions because of their experience navigating the color line, the contradictions of American democracy, and the country's long history of white supremacy and racism. Black Americans, as a group, often tend to be more sophisticated than white Americans in terms of political decision-making. Of course. Most Americans are not ideological, meaning that they do not possess a coherent and consistent worldview that drives voting and other political behavior. 
So, you know, that's why when the corporate media allows the lies on their airwaves, even if it's the opinion of some average Joe and they don't push back and they don't correct it and they don't say the truth, they're, they're enabling it. They are amplifying the misinformation. Oh, Jesus Christ. It is often said that the American people are increasingly polarized on politics. That's true enough, but fundamentally reflects how the political elites, opinion leaders, and a small percentage of highly political engaged individuals drive mass behavior. As the New York Times Siena College poll and accompanying analysis reinforces, immediate financial concerns and judgments about the economy, a.k.a. pocketbook issues, appear to influence political behavior for many Americans. But even this is commonplace observation is more complicated than it appears. The economy as a political decision tool is fraught with pitfalls and inconsistencies. In the aggregate, it may not even matter nearly as much in determining political decision-making as many experts have long assumed. Many Americans do not think systemically about politics, society, or the economy and are not likely to make connections between an apparently abstract concept like democracy and the issues they care about. But it's also true that political elites, media commentators, and other opinion leaders who claim to believe in democracy have failed to explain to a broad public audience how and why democracy has a substantive impact on the average person's daily life. Exactly. This is what I do trying to scream into the void yeah yeah and there's an even more cynical explanation as a group America's elites do not particularly want a well-informed and highly engaged public of course not such a public might pose an effective challenge to outsized power of those elites. And you, and if you look in history, as you, if you look, look to, at the rise of Nazi Germany, you know, um, they often talk about how Hitler was voted into office under the, and the, the power structure, um, they assumed they could control him once he got there. And that, that includes the, financial elites that put him there that helped put him in in the position of power that pushed him on to hindenburg to uh to make him chancellor because they didn't want the communists to get power that because that would mean that the people would have more power they don't want their workers getting too uppity in the factories and fascism you know is all about that it's all about the uh slave labor that's for sure they knew that that that's the one thing it's it's we see this all the time throughout throughout history it's the big moneyed elites that's why we the the big moneyed interests here in the in the united states made 
um, common cause with Hitler. They loved him. You know, keep the, keeping these uh, filthy labor unions in their place and the uppity workers. It's true. So, oh my God. Meanwhile, members of the media and political classes often make the error of generalizing from their own experience and knowledge to the public as a whole. And that's what I say on the show all the time, too. How they, they throw things out there as if everyone has common knowledge or something. It's like, explain. Give us, what are you talking about? Give us an explanation. Give us one policy. Tell us, what do you mean? Specifics. We never, do we, do, do they get into specifics? No. Here's another poll. That, oh God, we're going to be, we, we are going, we're, you know, we're, we're getting beaten to death by these polls, by polls, literally and figuratively. Another poll. Polling misinformed, malinformed, low information voters ne- uh, all, uh, incessantly, again and again. Here's a poll. Th- that's how it influences behavior. Joe Biden's historically low approval rating. Why? 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 You know, instead of doing a poll and constantly repeating the poll. Why don't you tell people? You know, you now, thanks to Joe Biden's Inflation Reduction Act, seniors will only pay $35 for insulin, and now, finally, Medicaid can negotiate prices and, you know, thing, things that we weren't able to do. And as far as gas prices, why, instead of up in the polls, down in the polls, and now uh, I, I don't want to pay for gas, why don't you b- bring it back? B- connect the dots to Reagan taking the solar panels off the White House. You know, if, because if, if Reagan had followed Jimmy Carter's energy plan, we would, be, we would already be free from foreign oil we would already be in independent as far as energy is concerned and maybe you know we would we would all be driving around in electric cars already right and so if this were a unified country and we had problems instead of dividing us why don't you know republicans get on board and unify this country for the future Say, yeah, we're going to get together and we're going to have a a space race, so to speak, to build electric, an electric infrastructure grid from sea to shining sea, just like Eisenhower built the interstate highway system. And we'll, we'll fund uh, generously subsidies so we can get, everybody can get electric cars, you know, over time. Instead of having to rely on these gas guzzlers and this greedy, disgusting, big oil industry that's killing the planet. The, the, you know, uh, unity. That would be one way to unify, right? But the Republicans don't want to do that. 
they don't want to rally around uh, an American, I don't know, renewal, revival. What they when when they talk about things like that, they're talking about rallying around a, an American revival that shoves their their fake Jesus down our throats. They hate Jesus. That's why I'm calling them fake. It's their Jesus. It has nothing to do with the actual Jesus. Or God. They, they want to shove this, this giant sick sky spook that they pretend to worship. That's what they're talking about. They're not talking about setting the United States up for success. They're all like, pay up. Oh, um, pay up. Now, aren't you happy that... You're paying for uh, for student loans. Somebody took out a loan. You didn't take out a loan. What do you have to pay? Well, why do I have to pay for Mitch McConnell's meth meth labs? Right? Maybe because we wouldn't. We don't want uh, Tennessee to live in uh, the 18th century. Literally, much less you know, like they are figuratively. I mean, we have so many opportunities. Wouldn't it be, I mean, it wouldn't be nicer if we would get together and do something, uh, you know, to move this country forward. But it's always uh, somebody's got, somebody's getting over on you. Somebody's taken from you. Oh, if we do something about student loan debt, well, nobody did anything about your debt. What do you, you paid your dead. It's like, you fucker. You know, a lot of people fought, bled, and died for this country. Don't you have any shame, Republicans? No, they don't. I'm sorry. I don't know. Why am I asking that? Talking about people who, uh, you didn't, well, yeah, no, no Trump ever wore a uniform. No Trump ever gave their life for this country, for this democracy. No, I mean, so I, I'm not, I'm not surprised. None of you seem to understand what e pluribus unum is all about. They want a Christian fascist nation. Oh, here's a couple of things. Uh, this is another thing I wanted to talk about. And uh, where, let me see. Oh, we only have like six minutes left. So the other day, I don't know if you saw the, um, on Twitter, ugh, it was, something was trending. It was uh, Donald Trump is dead is trending. Hashtag Donald Trump dead or something. Wait, what, which, how was it? Let me see. Fake, okay, okay, where is it? Yeah, hashtag Trump is dead was trending. And it was, it was a complete troll, okay? Nobody really thought Trump was dead. It was the, it was, a, it was an epic troll against Republicans, really, who believe everything that's on the internet. That was, that's what it was about. So um, I'm not surprised, though, that here on this right-wing cesspool site, if you go to thewriting.com, they have the, all of you know, these right-wing headlines, right? 
Onthewriting.com, it links to a page on, it's called Big League Politics. You know how Trump's like big league, right? And the story is, wait, hold on, I'm trying to show it. Yeah, where is it? Safari. Yes, here we go. Of course, they have all these ugly ads on this site. Fake CNN story about Trump being dead. Trends on Twitter. Leftists cheer without doing any, all caps, research, let alone a quick Google search. You dumb. You dumb, dumb, da dumbs. Nobody actually thought he was dead. It was... It was a troll. I, I actually tweeted something out my out myself. I think I, I wrote, hashtag Trump is dead. I heard it on the internet. You know, so it must be true or something like that. See? Since it's already trending, wouldn't it be great if they got back together? Melania, I mean, uh, whatever. The first wife, first trophy wife. Official funeral photo, hashtag Trump is dead. But no one actually believed it. So, but there you go. Republicans uh, trolling themselves again. No, honey, leftists did not cheer without doing any research. That would be you who didn't research the fact that this was a, a joke. It was started to shine a light on how easily duped Republicans are by everything they see on the Internet. That's what it was about. So, yeah, not uh, not a surprise that it goes over their heads, of course. Another thing that went over their head just in the last couple of minutes is um you know elon musk they love elon musk because he's a giant man baby like they are and they they wish they could be like him because they hate america they want a a big daddy elite to save them from other people that may ask them not to be a dick you know not to uh you know just to be nice to other people and they can't stand that that's too woke so um there so so elon musk who is who destroys everything he touches like all right wingers um made a bad investment because he's eagerly easily triggered like all right wingers so he's got to figure out how to make money and now he's firing people and of course the fascists are cheering because they hate america and um so they and you know they think freedom is saying the n-word but anyway, so Elon Musk said he, he's going to charge. What about charging everyone $8 for a blue check mark uh, for a verified account? And people are like, yeah, take the L. Oh, libs are ups- upset th- that they're going to have to pay $8 for a, a blue check mark. But leave it to right wingers to completely miss the point, of course. The whole point of the blue check mark is to verify that the person that is tweeting is the real person. 
So that's why it's there. And if you start selling them or charging for them, you're opening the door for fake accounts. But Republicans want that. They love that. Because, you know, I mean, they know who they're dealing with. Republicans love to be lied to. And, uh, you know, they're easily led. All right, guys, guys, thanks for hanging out. We will have more shows in the coming week. The cats should be on their forever at their forever homes. And uh, yeah, we got to get together. Pray for us all. Pray for us in the UK. We will win. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Check out APS Radio News. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. Right? I'm reading the chat. When the evil... Oh, what, how do you pronounce that? Ogre dies? I have to... F- Wait, hold on. The entire world will have parades. Yes, that's what's going to happen. We know that. And you know what's going to... It's like when uh, Margaret Thatcher died. And there were some celebrations in the UK. And, uh, let me see. Ochre. Ochre. Evil, that's why, that's what I said. Evil ochre. Um, the, the Republicans here were like, oh, classy, stay classy, libs. They, libs celebrate Margaret Thatcher's death. So tolerant. And, um, I thought, why should we tolerate a monster who was so, was was like a so, you know a sociopath? That's what Republicans do. It, that's like Elon Musk. You could just fire half your workforce because you know you're a sociopath and nothing matters but your own bottom line. There's a guy that. If you have forty-four billion dollars to invest in this this company because you you're easily triggered this social media company that's not worth half that if that you, you don't need to fire anybody take one of your billions make it better hire more people make it a better place hire more uh um you know uh, coders or whatever you call them right we will yes we celebrate when suffering ends Haiku, yes, that's right. Oh, ochre, the color. I see what you mean. I thought you, I was, I thought it, you meant like ogre or something. Uh, it doesn't matter, but I, we get the point. I am, I don't speak real good either. Sometimes. All right, guys, guys, thank you, guys. I really missed you all this week. Hopefully, well, next week we'll have a show. God help us. I don't know. I'm very depressed already, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And uh, keep your chin up. Make sure to vote. You better vote. You better vote. Everybody better vote. And, uh, yeah, we'll meet back here during the week, all right? 
I got to go because I have to get this show ready for Progressive Voices. I have to get up very early tomorrow to take little Salty to the vet. So, and then I got another long day and I'm tired already thinking about And then I got to, Salty's going to be leaving. Poor Salty. I mean, not poor. She's going to a great home. And there you go. All right, guys, 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 if you can become a patron, you know it. Please do. Patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And yeah. Tell your friends. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> Hope you like the Junior Junior Cam. Let's see what he's doing now. I see what he's doing. He's. Let's see. <laughs> what happened? It got, it got all yellow. Hello, Junior. <laughs> Uh-oh. He's going to start in with me now. All right, guys. I will see you. Are you on this Wednesday night? I'm going to try. I will try. As... My old sponsor used to say, trying is dying, but um, I think so. I'm going to hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. All right, my friends. Yes, I mean, we should probably get together on Wednesday to, you know, de-whatever, de decompress or process. Process Tuesday. Yeah. So, yeah, let's try to... Let's shoot for Wednesday. All right, my friends? Yes, here he comes. He's back. He's coming back. I knew it. As soon as you look... It's like... you. It's like Candyman, you know? You look him in the eye. And he's back. Guess who's back? I don't know why it went all yellow, though. <laughs> Oh, it's good. It's adjusting itself. All right, my friends. We will... S and he's... He had, he got... Um, he was at the vet. That's why his hair is short. They had to shave him. To take his blood. He's okay. He's just a checkup. All right, my friends. I will see you. Very, very soon.